going to walk out and beckon. Okay. I'm going to beckon people in. Come into room 132. It's the best. Last call for Adam Peak. Last call. Last call for Adam Peak. There's rap music in here. <laughs> for All 30 right, seconds. <laughs> yeah. So, welcome to social media 101, 201, 301. Holy crap, you guys are going to have a master's degree by the end of this. This is, this is my friend Adam Peak. Um, you might know Adam from the People of Packaging podcast. D lovely alliteration there. It's positively pleasing, the People of Packaging podcast. Uh, I was a guest on that podcast at one time. That was so fun. Um, he also identifies as a packaging pastor, which I love. He's from the SLC, right? Say, are you from uh, Salt okay. Lake City? But I've been told, like, if you're not from, like, Atlanta, you can't say, like... I'm going to the ATL. They're like, stop saying that. Like, oh, we're going to Hot Atlanta. They're like, don't say that. Just say you're going to Atlanta. So I don't oh, think you're allowed to say that. I'm not allowed SLC. to say SLC? I don't think so. The, the <sighs> people in Utah are getting very mad. Oh, give Dang it to us. Give it to us. Okay, no, you can say it. Yeah, Sorry, from... Utahns. Utahns. <laughs> I don't know. Utahns. I'm originally from Colorado, so. <laughs> and he currently works at Myers out of Minneapolis, but I assume you're, st are you still in Salt Lake City? Technically West Jordan, but okay. yes, yeah. Give it up, my friends, for Adam Peak. Hey. So I recognize my place in this world. It is me and then Magic Johnson. So I'm going to try to go as quickly as I can to give you some very relevant and actionable information. Not quite as fast as my uh, Red Bull supercharged friend, uh, but I do want, I, I am recognizant, is that, hello, uh, I do recognize that maybe you want to get out of here a little bit before five o'clock so you can go get in line and go get a good seat or whatever it is, so I'll try to get through this as quickly as I can. I want to tell a quick story, story time is being brought to you by Packaging Peaks and the Sticky Situation, it's a children's book. My wife and I just co-authored. It just came out. I have four copies. I literally had 10 sent to me, and then the rest are going to be shipping out in August, apparently. Uh, but I, I'm not going to read you the story. That would be silly because you're not tiny children. So I started in the printing and packaging world at a company called WS Packaging. Anybody know who WS Packaging? Yeah? WS Packaging? Okay, we'll pour one out for our dead homies. WS Packaging is not a company any longer. And I, uh, the, the year was 2011, and I was what you might refer to as broke, broke, personally. I was, did not have, I was broke, right? So my wife and I just had our third kid, Shea, we have five, I have five kids and I have one wife, and Shea had just been born. She was three months old. I had one of these high deductible HSA things, so I had to pay for her birth. And I had no credit card, I mean, my credit cards were maxed out. I had about $400 in my checking account. And I get this job at WS and I'm like, I'm a business professional. I made $45,000 a year before selling corrugated boxes, stretch wrap tape, janitorial supplies, you name it, we sold it. And then WS Packaging hires me. And I, I show up, so they pay for my trip. I'd never done a business trip before. So I got my roller bag, I'm like, I'm a businessman on a business trip. 
Dude, you could not, you couldn't tell me anything through that airport. Just, I'm a business, hi, I'm a business per, I'm a business traveler. I don't know if you saw this business traveling that's happening. So I get all the way to Green Bay, Wisconsin. They paid for my, for my trip. I get all the way there and I go to the hotel. It was the Country Inn and Suites in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And they say, sir, uh, we're going to need to see a credit card. And I was like, I don't, I'm a businessman. And my business is paying for, for, for this business trip. I'm doing business here, right? That's what I'm thinking. And in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, crap. I'm broke, and I'm with these other people who are also business people, who are salespeople, who are training for the first time, and I'm like, oh, I don't have one of these credit cards you speak of. So I hand them my debit card, crossing my fingers, okay? The thing goes through by the grace of God, and the whole time, and I'm like, what, what, what is this? I thought the company was paying for it, and the, the other business people are like, yeah, you file an expense report. And I'm like, what is this mysterious expense report that you speak of? They're like, no, you pay for your hotel and all your meals, and then they send you money. And I'm like, let's pretend like you don't have money. Then <laughs> what occurs then, my dear friends? So I'm freaking out in 2011. I'm walking through the plant in Algoma, Wisconsin. By the way, I've never seen a Flexo press run or an Indigo press run. I don't know, any, I've been selling packaging, but not this type of packaging. So I'm sitting there doing some calculations, right? I've got three kids and one wife. Uh, I am broke and I have to sell a product that I know nothing about and I have no network of people. You're like, well, what idiot hired you? His name is Pete Petrie and he is at the Michaelman booth. This is a true story. Actually, Pete Petrie is one of the people who hired me. Uh, Pete did not want to hire me, so kudos to Pete. Um, and so I'm sitting there trying to make this calculation, right? I'm like, what am I going to do? I have to sell $1.5 million worth of this product in 18 months in order to keep making what they're paying me or else I'm probably out of a job. And that, my friends, was the genesis for me looking into not only social media, but also falling in love with the sales process and how long it freaking is in our industry, and how can I make that shorter to fill up my pipeline faster so I can sell more stuff so that I can support my wife and kids and not be broke broke, okay? So this is the genesis of my story. My name is Adam. This is also gonna be at the end of the presentation. That's what it says on the slide. If, if you can scan that QR code, I'm like 87.3% positive that that works. And if it doesn't, I'm sorry, my stuff's over there on the side. Again, this will be up at the end as well. You can connect up with my podcast. You can connect up with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on TikTok. You can do all the things, all right? So we are going to go through social media, 101, 201, 301, and why you should care. Let me get the why you should care out of the way first. Okay, two things. Number one, social media today is the single greatest way to condense that sales cycle. Whether it's through paid ads, whether it's through empowering your employees to be on social media, it is the single greatest way to take what is a, this is like printed packaging, 12 to 18 month sales cycle down to around three to six months, okay? It is, it is the fastest way. Like Kelly talked about this morning, people are not answering their phones. When was the last time you picked up your phone and you're like, thank God a salesperson called me? This is great news, my day, I'm feeling grateful today that the salesperson called me, right? Never, right? 
How about all those emails you get? Here's what I do. Edit on my iPhone. Edit. Delete. Right? It's hard. Social media has become the easiest way to condense it. Now, is it perfect? Of course not. Okay? That's why you should care. Number two, I handed my son. My son is 15 years old now. I handed my son. He's almost 16. Pray for me, everybody. My cell phone. And I said, hey, did you see this new uh, car that changes colors? It was at, I don't know, CES or something. He's like, no. What was the first thing that my 15-year-old son did? No, but what did he open? What app, what app would he open up to go look for this information? TikTok. TikTok has become one. Now, you can complain all about it on the Chinese and the politics and all this stuff. I don't, whatever. I'm just going to let you know. Don't shoot the messenger here. TikTok is, the, is becoming the number one search engine for information. That was my aha moment. Like, wow, even Google is now like being not, he's not even Googling something, right? Like he didn't even have to ask Jeeves for crying out loud. Like, what about my MySpace page? That's what I wanted to ask him. Like, so we have to know like, where are people finding your, you and your company who are in B2B buying decisions? It's even Google is becoming something a bit of the past. And if you think that it's not gonna catch up to us in our industry, then you're crazy. Because B2B decision makers are getting younger and younger and younger. So those are, those are some of the critical reasons. The last one is this. There is power in decentralizing your presence. I'm going to tell you a story. This is a true. I wish I could show you the text messages. So during um, the, the morning session, I was sitting right over here in that chair. And I got a text message. Sorry, I was texting during the presentation. I get a text message. And the text message said, hey, do you guys make this certain type of label? I'm thinking, who is this person? I, yes, we do at Myers.com, M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. said, yes, of course we do. He said, great, I've got somebody who needs them really quickly. I'm gonna connect you up via text. I responded with a GIF. I don't know who this person is, but it was a cat going, and it says, perfect. <laughs> this happened today, just right now. The person at this company who needs the security seal labels reached out to me via text. They're now emailing me all of their specs. Right? They need about 500,000 security labels, and I've got, a, I've got some. This, so my, I am here. I am not there, but they read one of my posts this morning on LinkedIn. Where I've been posting every day for eight years. They read one of my posts. I was like, oh, I remember. Adam works in the label industry. I didn't reach out to them. There was no cold outreach. There was nothing. So, that, so when you can decentralize your presence, your company's presence using social media, it's, it is so powerful. You can make a cold call to a person, just you, one-to-one. You can make a phone call, just you, one-to-one. You can post, and we'll go through some of the ways to do this. You can post on various different platforms, about 10 to 15 minutes a day, and you can have that show up in all sorts of places, right? You have decentralized your presence, and you are now in the digital spaces where your customers and prospects are, are all living. Okay, last story. That, and I promise I'll get to, I'll get to Ice Cube. Because I know that's why you're all here, right? So here, he's not physically here, I'm sorry. Just his music's on my phone. So, um, did I have, I had a story. Then I started talking about Ice Cube, decentralized presence. Then I texted you the labels. Yep, that happened too. <laughs> LinkedIn, I forgot, the story is gone. My apologies, okay. 
So, uh, it, might, it might come back to me. Uh, so this song, there's a song by Ice Cube. Does anyone know who Ice Cube is? It's funny because he used to make songs about like killing police officers and he made a ton of money being a police officer on TV shows, which I found pretty ironic. We're not gonna talk about that. But he has a song, it's one of my favorite songs. Um, let me see if I can, I brought my own speaker because I don't ever know about the audio. Let's see if we can, is it gonna play? Hang on. You guys know this song? Can you hear it? The best thing in life is life. Oh, I love this song. Here it comes, here it comes. Get your mind right, get your grind right. You gotta keep going. Get your grind right. Noah's day, this is the wrong audience for this song, I'm guessing. Man. Hang on. Get out of here. I don't want you anymore, Ice Cube. Okay. So this is going to be the frame where I love, I love that song. You guys listen, I love, I love hip-hop music, and I'm not sorry about it for one second. So, uh, so Ice Cube said, he says, get your mind right, get your grind right, we got to keep going. Get your mind right is going to be Social Media 101. Get your grind right is 201. we got to keep going is going to be 301. Everyone ready to, to take Ice Cube's lessons? and convert it into social media for printing and packaging in St. Louis? Okay, here we go. So 101, get your mind right. This is the step that is skipped all of the time. What type of mentality will you bring to these platforms? And are you prepared to be able to post? Because see, people will hear stories about what happened to me over here where the text came in. People will hear stories about the fact that I went from this like scared rep who was, was literally broke, broke to about 15 months later receiving like trophies. I was like, why am I getting a trophy at our sales thing? They just kept handing me, tro they were like, you win rookie of the year. And I was like, can you just give me money maybe? <laughs> I'm an adult. And plus I'm like a millennial. I'm like, does everybody get trophies? I thought we all got trophies here. Um, so they hear, the, like, I'll tell you these stories and you'll be like, oh, okay. So I can use social media to make lots of money. But, but then what happens is you want to use social media to just get paid. And then you become one of those annoying people that ever happened to somebody. You connect with someone on LinkedIn and then you become part of the just like, hey, thanks so much for connecting with me on LinkedIn. I was hoping that I could write 15 paragraphs about how great we are. Here's my calendar link and here's a PDF with 17 different pages about how great my company is. And then four days later, it's just like, hey, I haven't heard from you yet. Why don't if you're, and it's just sell, 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 sell. You gotta pump the brakes on that, right? You have to have the right mentality if you are going to get into the grind of social media. And this is about personal social media, kind of like personal branding. Not so much the, the corporate, although, because I've never played in that world. I've never run like a corporate page. I've just had my own pages on social media. So you've got to get your mind right. This, these are the three most critical things if you want to engage in social media for the long run. Number one, do you love or like your job? Like, okay, I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be really tough for you to continue to post every single day if you don't have a passion for your actual job. I'm not saying you have to love it. I'm not saying it has to be like the thing that you like drives you the most. Like I probably care about the Denver Nuggets and the Wu-Tang Clan more than I care about printing and packaging. 
but I don't really post, unless you follow me on Twitter, I do talk a lot about basketball on Twitter. So do you love or like your job? Number two, do you love or like your industry? And I'll explain why I, sh I just realized I probably have my phone out so I know what time it is. Uh, do you love or like your industry? So maybe you just kind of like your job, but you really love your industry. And by the way, if, if, you, if neither one of these things are true, I'm just gonna let you know right now, social media is not probably gonna be your jam. It just isn't. Because you have to bring a level of passion to it because social media is not a sales platform. You'll get burned out real quickly if all you try to do is just repost all your company's same things all the time. You're gonna be like, why is nobody engaging with you? Why is nobody engaging with me? I can go on Facebook and put a picture of my kids and I get 200 of my closest friends commenting on it. Why aren't they doing anything on LinkedIn? Well, it's because you're not providing any value. And who here has logged on to LinkedIn and thought, I sure hope someone tried to sell me insurance today. <laughs> no? So guess what? Your customers are not logging on to LinkedIn. And by the way, I remember my story. Huzzah! Uh, I saw a story in Packaging Digest when I first started. This is what got me started on LinkedIn. I saw this story that showed that B2B companies that are making packaging spend most of their money on events like this, which are great, trade shows and, and magazine publications. That same story said, where do buyers of packaging spend their time? What was the number one answer? LinkedIn. And I thought, I'm not a smart person. I went to public school, but I feel like it's a good idea for me to be, by the way, shout out to all the public school teachers and the public school people. I think it's awesome. I think it's a good idea if I'm in sales to be where my customers and prospects are, right? I, I also went to the Colorado State University, which is the Harvard of the Rockies, and so I know a little thing or two about sales. But, but, I, but, I, but I thought if I'm gonna be there and if I'm gonna be present, I wanna bring value. How are you gonna bring value if all you care about is the transaction of the sale? You won't. So this is about your mentality. This last one though, is the reason why most people don't get on social media. And I'm here to tell each and every one of you, uh, I, I, do, I do it in the self-proclaimed packaging pastor because I'm an actual ordained minister, um, not like online, like I went through classes and like had to defend a thesis and all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> but the, the, here, here is what is true about every single person in here. This is my belief. It doesn't have to be your belief. This is my belief about each and every one of you in here is that you all bear a divine image and you have an ability to create. Each and every one of you has a story to tell. Each and every person in this room has worth, has value, has beauty, has dignity. And none of that should be tied to what your sales numbers are, how your company's doing, how many followers you have, how many likes you're getting. If you can come into this situation and be like, I'm a 10 and my job's kind of crappy. I'm a 10 and my sales are kind of low. I'm a 10 and nobody's engaging with my content. If you know that, then you can be in it for the long haul. But if you want to ride the emotional wave, and this is so hard. If you want to ride the emotional wave of, I got 5,000 likes on this thing. That would be a lot. I got 5,000 views on this thing. I just closed this big deal, now I'm a 10. And then we have like a 10% close rate. 90% of the people are gonna tell you no. I heard no a lot, I'm a two, right? Like, it's hard. Sales is hard, marketing is hard. When you can get this down, and this is not, this is, this is, this is hard to do. 
But when you can get that down, then social media, sales, marketing, so many things get unlocked in your life. When you can just look yourself in the mirror every freaking morning and say, I'm a 10. I'm grateful. I love, I love your name. I said, what was your name again? What is it? Liz. Liz. I asked Liz. I, I just, I just, hey, how are you doing today? She said, I'm grateful. She said, this is my boss. He said that she says that every morning. Can you all follow the example of Liz? Wake up and look at yourself and say, I'm worth it. I'm valued. I'm beautiful. And when you can do that, you might think like, oh, that sounds kind of cheesy. I'm going to tell you right now. I got made, I got made fun of so much by internal people for going on social media. I get made fun of for having a TikTok channel. I have, I have spoken in front of groups of five people and had people write to my company and say, Adam Peake is wasting his time. True story, this all happened. I hear no constantly. I've had to learn that that doesn't define my value, right? And I hope, I, if, honest, honestly, if you take anything away from this, I'm gonna go through some tactics and all this kind of stuff. If you take anything away from this, I hope, I hope that you can walk away just knowing, like, I believe that you're a 10. I really honestly do. That's why I started the podcast. I want to talk to people. I want to learn from people. I want to hear from people. I want Kelly to come and share her story. I want to know what's going on. Okay. I feel like we have to have, like, an ultra call or something right now. I'm, I go – now, by the way, I go to uh, the oldest black Baptist church in Utah – and so uh, if you want to shout out, if you want like an amen or a, like, like, come on, preacher, like anything, like I'm, I'm, I'm here for, like, it's not going to be weird. I just said something here. I wanted to say amen a couple times. But I was like, and finally just like one blurred out. I was like, yeah. And you're like, what? A person is talking during. Okay. You're going to see this quote at the bottom of every slide. I don't know if anyone has said it. I didn't put my name on it. So I don't know if it was me or not. But this is what I think all the time. If you want to achieve different results, you have to be willing to be different. If you want to achieve different results, I help coach a high-level AAU basketball team. I tell them all the time, 7% of high school basketball players go play in college. If you want to play in college, you've got to do what 93% of other people aren't willing to do. It's the same thing for us. Social media is still a blue ocean for our industry. It is. It's, it can be a little lonely. Fair? Right? It can be a little lonely, you know. There's not a lot of people out there, okay? Here, 201. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta grind this out. Uh, yeah, I gotta grind it out. Okay. So this is gonna be, so if you have this right mentality that says, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna serve, I'm gonna bring value, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what my engagement is. It doesn't matter, like, if you are willing to bring that attitude to social media, you're gonna be set up for at least the start of the success because the grind is real. You have to commit, and this is scary, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how many people are in this room, 50, 75, whatever the number is, there's not going to be a lot of you who are going to do this. It's just, it's, it's just the fact of the matter. Because this is really hard, it is hard to post on social media every day for a year. So when my son did the thing with TikTok, he looked for the car thing, I was like, well, crap. I guess I gotta, I'm gonna go see what TikTok's all about. I'll be totally transparent with you. I hate TikTok. I'm not built that way. Give me a good documentary. Give me a book like this, like, ding, 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 ding. And I listen to the backseat of the car when I'm taking my kids around and it's just like, 
like somebody laughing, and then like two seconds later, I'm like, give it, can you give it five seconds at least, like 20 seconds? So I, but I talked to a TikTok coach. This guy has nine million followers on TikTok. He lives in South Jordan, Utah. I'm in West Jordan, so you know, we have to battle. I don't know, that's not even true. I don't even think they're rivals. Um, but I asked him, and he said, well, if you wanna be successful on TikTok, you have to post three times a day for a year. <laughs> really? He's like, yep. And so I did. I at least posted one. He said at least once a day. Because these social media, whether you like it or not, is going to reward the creators. And by the way, creating is hard. Consuming is easy. What's easier to do? Eat the meal or make the meal? Right? It's a lot easier to eat the meal. It's a lot easier to scroll, scroll, scroll. It's a lot easier to... Log on and look and be like, oh yeah, I spent, I spent 30 minutes on LinkedIn. Oh, did you do anything? No, nope. okay, well then, that was a waste, not a waste of your time, but creating is hard. Consuming is easy, but the creating is really where that difference begins to stand out. So it becomes difficult. Can you commit to that? Because that's what the algorithm is gonna reward. It's gonna see that you are constantly coming back and coming back. And by the way, video right now, and I'm gonna go through a few things uh, on, on how to create video as a person. Video is by far the easiest and, and best thing that you can post right now across all these channels. People are like, I don't like how I sound, I don't like my voice. Again, I'll go back. Are you a 10? Yeah, you are. Do you have a story to tell? Yes, you do. So you can share your story, you can share your perspective. So can you commit to doing it? And will you fall in love with the process and trust the results? Because it is a process. It is hard. And by the way, you're going to find yourself going, I don't really know what to post every day. This sucks. How do I post every single day? I go back to the mindset. Do you love your job? Talk about something at your job. Do you love your industry? Go to G-O-O-G-L-E dot C-O-M and type in stuff. By the by, nowadays... You can go to ChatGPT, right? And you can say, write a LinkedIn post about commercial printers in Detroit, Michigan. And guess what'll happen? You're gonna get a great LinkedIn post. Now you gotta, you gotta credit them and all that kind of stuff. You have every available tool to do this if you want to. So if you, follow, so if you love your industry, if you love your job, and if you fall in love with the process and trust that the, you're not chasing results, because the minute you chase results, it's, it's just a never-ending cycle. You always want more likes. You always want more followers. You want more money. You want more ROI. You're just, it's like you just get on this, this wheel of sadness, right, chasing these things that in the end will never satisfy you. Did you post something today? Guess what? You won. Did you wake up? You're a 10. Did you post it? You did social media great. You're amazing. Did anyone engage? Who freaking cares? Can you get better? Sure. But this is a day-to-day -day <laughs> thing. My first, my first TikTok videos are atrociously horrible. I tried a gritty once. It was so bad. It was so bad. But I just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it. Okay, again, if you want to achieve different results, you have to be willing to be different. So after you've done this for a year, I've got a little bit of time left, you can start to iterate. So, so you're just posting every single day. Oops. You can start to iterate on the things you wanna do. So let me give you an example. During your posting strategy, this thing, where is it? 
I feel like Vince Lombardi. This is a cell phone. I used to have, uh, anyone, ever, anyone have the briefcase? I had a briefcase, car phone. Do you remember these things? It was, and, and my parents were like, we want to know, you would need to be able to call us. I was 16. And uh, I learned that when they hung up, I could pretend like they didn't hang up, and I'd pretend to yell at my mom. I was really cool. I was, I was a cool kid. Um, so so this, this, this is all you need. This is all you need to create content. This, by the way, also is your largest distraction. This is your biggest distraction from, from creating and posting on, on social media. So every tool you can buy, oh, there's my wife. She's so beautiful. Um, we've been married for 20 years. It's amazing. Um, everything that you need is here on this phone. It's also going to be your greatest distraction. I forgot to talk about this in the 101, so we're just going to put it into this one right here. How you start your day, this is a combination between mindset and posting. How you start your day is really critical. Okay? Take this phone and make sure, please, this, just do this and just trust me. Make sure that this dumb thing, the smartphone that's really dumb, is plugged in somewhere not next to your bed. Yeah. And, and buy an alarm clock. They're on Amazon.com. While you're there, you can pick up Packaging Peaks and the Sticky Situation for $20, but you can also buy an alarm clock. Make sure this thing is not the last thing that you look at at night, and make sure it's not the first thing that you look at in the morning. Make sure that your day happens because of you. Make sure that you tell your day what you're going to do. Make sure you have a good morning routine. So my morning routine is this. I wake up. I don't normally wake up to an alarm clock anymore. I wake up, I make some coffee, and I drink coffee, and I read with my wife, and we pray, and then that's how I start my day. When I'm not traveling, obviously. Every single day. That's what my wife and I do. That's how I get in my right mindset. It reminds me of who I am, right? It reminds me of what's important. And it puts me in a, in, a, in a firm foundation from which I'm free to create and not worry about what the results are. I can just go post things, whatever I want to. I'm going to post every single day, okay? But make sure you have a good morning uh, routine. Also, it helps you sleep better at night. You know this? Like this little like light on your phone when you have it close to your face and you're just like senselessly scrolling through whatever Instagram or news story. That little light is telling your body physically, we're awake. The sun's out. So it, takes, it, so it takes you longer to get your REM cycle. It's all, this is a terrible thing to take to bed with you. It's a terrible thing to wake up with. This is, this is a bad partner for the bedroom. All right, let's leave it out of the bedroom. Okay. Um, what's that? Yeah! I wish I had a witness in here today. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's get back to the 301. So you're posting every day, right? We're going along this journey. You're posting every day. You're, you're, using, the, you're using Google. By the way, you can go to Myers.com. You can download a free sustainable packaging guide. It has 63 pages of content. You can take that and post something from one page for two straight months if you really wanted to. Okay? It's easy to go find content. But maybe you find that some other stuff is landing. Maybe you find some, maybe you find like I did, that videos are really easy. So now what I do is I start with TikTok. I make a video, I put it on TikTok. That video then saves to my cell phone. Now I'm able to post on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram Reels, the same video, by the way. YouTube Shorts, I can put the same thing up. Takes me maybe 20 minutes now. One video. And by the way, I'll go create all that content in the grocery store. This is, this is just my, I'm letting you into the, 
the inner sanctum here. Um, so I'll go, I, like we have five kids, so we go to the grocery store a lot. As so I'll be at Costco or something, and it drives my family crazy. I'll, I'll probably take like 15, 20 videos, just on my phone. I don't say anything. I just, 15 seconds, I'll find something interesting. Right, like, I don't know what's gonna land. I've got one video, got a million views. I talked, no joke, I talked about heavy analogs lay down on a, on a flexo label print for salad dressing. Million views on TikTok. What, why, I don't know, I don't know. But I took it, by the way, I sent it to Lighthouse Foods, and I said, hey, I think my one TikTok video just outperformed your entire marketing team in views, and I spoke highly about your product. Guess who got on their, on their next label RFQ? This guy, right? condensing the sales cycle. I didn't have to make a cold call anymore. It's like, hey, here's a million views on your stuff. Maybe. They're like, yeah, okay. All right, we got you. We didn't get it, by the way. That sucked. Um, <laughs> so, I'll take, so, I'll, <laughs> so I'll take the video. It's on my phone. Now I can, can cross-purpose that video across multiple platforms. Um, that is by far, at least from my perspective, the simplest thing to do, right, is just take a video. Social media, like I, I'll keep saying this, it's about service and it's about influence. You're gonna never, ever, I, I almost need you to make a pledge. Please, please do not pitch your products. Don't slide into someone's DMs with your Calendly link. Like it's, I think it's a terrible idea. Just create valuable content. Just create stuff. Put yourself out there. Because by the way, humans have this thing called the power of reciprocity. They see you out there over and over and over again. You're providing valuable stuff. Maybe, like sometimes I will, this is, do I have time for these things? I've got to know. You're good, you've got like 14 minutes. Whoa, 14 minutes. I don't even need the Red Bull. You, you should have had more time. I'm it's, so sorry. Uh, yeah. You can come up, we can do it. Um, <laughs> okay, so I was on a plane. This is maybe two months ago. I was on a plane. You know that row? Does anyone fly Delta? I live in Salt Lake City. Delta flyers? Really? Okay. Oh, hey, Paul. Hey, Paul's also in Utah. Paul Hudson, Hudson Printing, H-U-D-S-O-N Printing, for all of your printing needs. Um, what's that? Yeah, everyone, everyone right up. Okay, you know that row that's in Comfort Plus that's like annoyingly right behind first class? And you're just like, oh, I was so close, but I feel so far away. So I'm sitting in that row, and I look up, and I see this guy talking to somebody else, and the guy has on a hat that says Dude Wipes. Anyone familiar with Dude Wipes? Company? Yeah? They're killing it. They're 100 million in sales on Amazon. It's crazy. And I'm like looking at them, and I get out my phone, and I'm like, oh, that is, that's the CEO, that's Sean Riley from Dude Wipes. So I didn't have to go to the bathroom, but I went to the bathroom in first class. Uh, which, by the way, somebody told me, literally in first class one time, they're like, sir, he like stood up, he's like, this is for first class. And I was like, we're flying to like, Missoula, like, come on, buddy, like, we're not, we're not going to Paris. Um, so I get up, I use the bathroom in first class, I walk back, and I said, hey, are you Sean Riley? And no joke, he's like, you're the packaging guy. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Seven years, eight years of constant, he recognized, like, he recognized me. And I was like, hey, love your stuff. I told my son started a company, he's 15, this is true, it's called Weenus Lube. Your, this is your, your elbow skin is your weenus. Uh, it's for dry, ashy elbow skin. And I was, like, I was like, hey, Sean, my son started this company. He's like, awesome, let's get on a car. Sean waits for me outside of, the air, outside of the airplane. We get out, we chat for about 15, 20 minutes. Sean came on my podcast. It was amazing, right? He's given some awesome help to my son on his company. He's been on Shark Tank. It was, it was great, right? 
But I didn't ever like pitch him anything. I didn't ever reach out to him for anything. I just shared useful stuff. I just showed up every day and tried to bring value to a community. And so what happens when you do that is people start to remember. And our brains are not really hardwired to receive grace. Grace means unmerited favor. It's hard for us to understand that, right? We want to, we want to earn things. And when somebody just is giving us stuff over and over and over again, our brains are like, what can I do for this person? That's why that person texted me just this morning. Hey, I know that this guy does labels. Okay, so video is your friend. I talked a little bit about this. It's going to translate across multiple platforms. It, organic video, do not, if you're on LinkedIn, you can do this. I don't, but if you want to, at least, if you care a little bit about engagement, right? If you post a link to a YouTube video, it's gonna show up. You're gonna think like, oh, okay, this is gonna be great. But here's the dirty little secret. LinkedIn does not enjoy that very much. They don't want people leaving their platform. So just think like LinkedIn, right? Think like them, what do you want? You want people to stay on your platform. So posting actual videos that they watch and they don't leave LinkedIn has tremendous engagement. Now they're even auto-captioning the videos Here's the other thing. Are there business owners in here? Yeah? Oh, a lot of you. Sweet. Okay. You need to empower your employees to post and share. I don't know what the numbers are on engagement from like corporate engagement, but unless you're like liquid death or somebody who's just crushing it as a brand and you know, Myers printing is not liquid death. So my stuff gains way more traction than Myers printing stuff does. And, they're, and they're, they understand it, they get it. They're like, no, you go post more stuff. Because the more you post, the more text you get about us printing labels and running our machines. Do so you want to empower your employees to post and share? Don't be like this company. This was Sherwin-Williams. Anyone remember this story? No, you should, you should read about these things. So there was a college student who has now 2.1 million followers on TikTok. This college student was just working like as an employee at Sherwin-Williams, and he was just posting these cool videos about mixing paints, getting tons, tons of traffic, tons of views, and Sherwin-Williams found some weird thing in this employee's uh, um, contract, employment contract, and they fired him. They fired the guy with 2.1 million followers Instead of going to him, now maybe it was a fireable offense. I have no idea, right? I don't know the I don't know the person's contract. But remember what the number one search engine is for Gen Z people? It's freaking TikTok, right? This guy still I screenshotted this today, by the way, right? He started his own paint company. He's got 2.1 million followers. He's still mixing paint. <laughs> Guess what's happening, Sherwin Williams? They ain't buying from you. They're buying from ToasterPaints.com. I mean, I don't know how it's impacted Sherwin, but I'm just saying, like, don't, don't be that. If you have employees, we had a part-time employee at, the, at Myers who came up to me, and she was like, hey, I actually love your TikToks. I love social media. She was just working. I was like, can you make TikToks? Can we pay you extra to make videos? She's like, I would love. Her eyes lit up. I get to make TikTok videos for the company? Yeah. We made some together. She's doing awesome. She's crushing it on making these videos for the company. So empower your employees. And yes, they're gonna do stupid things. And guess what? They're gonna do fireable things on social media. And you might have to fire them. But guess what else? They're gonna do the same things inside. The, like, you have to remember, like, this, this, it's part of it. But if you trust them, 
And if, and if you want to make, if, if you want to be out there on social media, this is the 301 stuff, you should empower your employees. You should encourage them. Okay, so here are some tools and resources. I'm just, uh, I threw up, uh, sales, did I get the right website? Salesvault.pro? I got it, nailed it, all right. Uh, so here are some tools that I added. You can screenshot this if you want to. I'll go through these really quickly. We can get some questions and we can get y'all out of here. 453. Um, if you're here at the morning session, you learned all about salesvault.pro. I won't go through it because it's already been discussed, but it seems like a, I, seems like a really amazing, you want to stand up and just say what it is real quickly, please. No, I wouldn't, I've been told not to give an ad. I watched this LinkedIn guy. Said, Don't yeah. <laughs> this isn't LinkedIn. <laughs> It's a it's a resource it's a it's a place to go get resource it's a Patreon to get resources and that. And this is the right audience, so you're sales good for the ad. Yeah, yeah, it's the right audience. Sales training, sales people, and selling yards in the graphic arts. Perfect. CapCut. This is my favorite. CapCut is a free, it's free, it's on my phone. It enables you to edit videos like you're a professional. You can put in you can put in uh, captions, you can do fancy little transitions, you can create I was like, like, I'm not a video editing person, and that's what I use, right? So CapCut is great. BombBomb Bomb was mentioned earlier this morning, which is funny, because I didn't think anybody knew about it in our industry. BombBomb uh, Bomb was actually started by some people who I went to church with in Colorado Springs, so it's cool to see what they're doing. So you can take, you can take a video, you can send it directly through Outlook uh, using BombBomb, Bomb, connects into your CRM, it gets through all the spam filters, it's incredible. If you really value video, and you should, because video is, kind of the next best, best thing to like a one-on-one -on -one conversation because it gives you um, almost all of available human communication, right? 93% of it is nonverbal. And so video is really helpful for that. You can use BombBomb for that. I use Canva to create, you can even schedule social posts on there. I'm by far, I'm not a graphic designer at all, but I'm in Canva all the time. Maybe there's, I don't know, are there like competitors to Canva here? I didn't realize that when I put it up there. Sorry if you're a competitor to Canva. I like you better. <laughs> We're in the same room. Uh, Chat GPT, you can be afraid of AI, you can run away from it, but we're talking about AI here, right? We're talking about AI, not a game, not a game. No, do you know this? Anyone get that? Practice, thank you. Jeez, I just, every time I hear AI, I think of Alan Iverson. But um, Chat GPT is incredible, right? You wanna, you wanna write social posts, it'll write it for you. You want to write, uh, create different ads that will create the ads for you. There's, there's uh, a guy named Jake Dunlap uh, who you can follow on LinkedIn. He's a sales uh, coach, and he's actually starting to build out prompts for ChatGPT to build out um, actionable sales emails that will land and work. So it's there for you to use. There's a weekly newsletter. There's a weekly newsletter? Yeah. Okay, from who? Uh, Andrew Burkhoff. Andrew? Andre Burkhoff. It's amazing. It gives you everything on what's going on chat Perfect. I love it. It's scary, and I'm here for it until the robots take over. And the last one, um, so we did come out with a guide to sustainable packaging. It's free at Myers.com. And not, I mean, you can go download it, right? We're not going to bombard you with stuff, but it has a ton of content in it for millennial and Gen Z buyers. So if you're trying to get some content that's going to land on social media, that would be a great place to go. Remember, if you want to achieve different results, if you're sick of, like, if your sales process is just bogged down with the same thing, you gotta do something different. I think social media is a great place to go. I told you this would be up at the end. 
This was also at the beginning of the presentation. Uh, so uh, if you missed it there, you can get it right now. Thanks so much. That was fun. Appreciate it. Does um, anybody have any questions for Adam if you're not dying to go straight to line up for magic? <laughs> Amen. Um, yeah. Good question. So is there any negative to posting the same content on all social media platforms? Uh, no, there's nothing negative about it. They don't like talk to each other. They don't hang out in, like a social media bar and it's like, did you see Nancy's content? Um, so no, I will say though that there is like, Instagram is better suited for just like photos. YouTube is actually better suited for long form content, which is hard to create. TikTok is obviously much better suited for short-term content, just you know, 15, 20 second videos. And LinkedIn, videos are good, but with some more long-form content. So there are ways that you can do it, but if you're just trying to put content out, it's the easiest thing to do. Um, if you can't sustain this pace that you do, should you just blow the whole thing off? Definitely not. So the question is, yeah, the, the question is, if you can't sustain the pace, you just blow it off. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, if you miss a day, if you miss a week, like it's not, it's not gonna like hurt you. It's yeah, it's it's a little bit like yeah, it's kind of like like working out or something like that. But it's it's more of a mentality of like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. And if you don't do it, number one, you're still a ten. You're not a failure. Not a terrible person. And uh, and number two, like just just do it the next day. Um, I mean, from like a brand perspective, like, is there something to be said for just having a healthy presence on social media that isn't generating yeah. the kind of business that your investment is generating? Is there something to be said for that? Or is it a mistake to just not do it at all? Oh, I think, yeah, so the question is, is, uh, is it a mistake for a brand to just not do it at all? I think it's a mistake for brands to not do it. Um, I think it's a mistake. I think it's a big mistake for brands to not train and empower their own employees to, to do it. Um, by the way, if you ask any, I think it's under the age of 20, what's the number one job that you want to do when you grow up? You used to be like a doctor, a lawyer, an athlete. It's an influencer. We can all put our head, like you, we can all pretend like this isn't real, but it's real. And if you want to start to land that kind of talent, if you want to start to resonate with with them, you sh you can start building today, and and it's you're you're betting you're betting on the fact that people don't really change that much, and they really don't. So yeah, any other questions? Yeah. Oh, good question. Do I use any platforms to share across all of them? Um, I'm aware of them. I don't use platforms. However. I have started to use the scheduling feature. So you can schedule um, LinkedIn posts now, which is amazing. You can schedule YouTube shorts, which is great, or just YouTube videos. And you can schedule TikTok posts. And so because I have, I have five kids and we have a lot happening in our life outside of work. And so if I can get like two hours on, you know, like a Friday afternoon or on a Saturday, I will just go schedule, I'll schedule my, I post a podcast every week, I host a weekly show, talking about packaging every Monday morning. Um, and so I'll just take a Saturday and be like, all right, I'm just gonna schedule all these posts for the week. And then I just jump in and 
then it's really about just answering comments and stuff like that. But no, I don't, I know there's Hootsuite and some other things, but I don't, I don't use any of them. Maybe I should. Good, all right. Um, think that everything you almost made me cry when you were like making us all feel good about ourselves and stuff like that was super weird and I loved it um, but I do just want to underscore the empower your people comment honestly because I've heard on more than one occasion people saying my boss won't let me post and that's problematic so thank you yeah. you were amazing everybody go get lined up for magic thank you and we'll see you all